Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Israel Gutierrez, our pal, he joins us right now in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line truly steps beyond convenience. Israel, good morning. What was your prediction or, or what I guess is your prediction? What do you make of the heat after the preseason games? How many wins has this team got this year? Um, I don't really know how to do that. Necessarily, I mean, I would say that they, if things were healthy, uh, if they were healthy all season long, I thought that would be, you know, that six, seven, eight seed uh, playoff team. So whatever number of wins, you know, 42, 43, I know most people think it's going to be well under, but I think with most teams, if you assume health, like that's, uh, you know, you think better things now, that's clearly not going to happen uh, necessarily. And if a guy like Hassan or Grant Dragic or Justice Winslow miss a significant amount of time that throws everything, you know, uh, up in the air. But for the most part, you know, I liked the way they play. I knew that they'd had a lot of playmakers that can keep, um, you know, keep offensive possessions going. And if they were just, you know, maintain that and play pretty good defense, then they'd be a pretty decent team. Is it true that this team's offense this year, I mean, they scored 108 points, they shot the ball well, not from three, and they had a ridiculous 74 points in the paint. I mean, I, I've never heard of such a high number. Uh, is it is it true that this offense is likely going to be a lot better this year than it was last year? Um, hmm. I mean, if it maintains this level, yeah. But, you know, teams figure stuff out. You know, teams get scouted and their strengths get uh, scouted and everything else, and you're probably not going to be able to see that type of fluidity uh, from this offense at all times. Um, but, again, I think that the positive here is that you have multiple guys that can can create or at least break down a defense. And if the, the offense stays true to, to how it wants to play, which is ball movement and, and you know, finding open guys, um, yeah, you only need that one successful breakdown of the defense to keep things moving. So, um I don't know. Like it could be able, it could be one of those deals where it's like um, you can't really pinpoint who it is like, that that is making this offense work, and then you know it's even that much more difficult to defend. Or you know, a couple parts or a couple things get figured out, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, this whole team is kind of thrown for a loop. So I don't know. You just gotta gotta let it play out a little bit. But I think. Again, what's positive is that you got multiple playmakers and you got a good defensive anchor there. So at least that part in terms of like what you know makes good basketball, you have two elements right there that, yeah, that's pretty good. What's a good expectation for Justice Winslow this season? Because last night he had a really nice game, but we, we do hear about how throughout the offseason he's been practicing his jump shot and he threw up three air balls last night. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think the jumper is going to be something that's going to be fixed from year one to year two. But I think what you want to do is see some signs in that respect, um, see some stretches where he's really comfortable shooting it. But as long as he can still have an impact as a playmaker and, and as long as teams still somewhat respect that, that he can at least drive by his man, get to the lane, um, he's going to be fine. 
uh, I don't know what to expect other than kind of a utility guy, a guy that gives you whatever it is that you need on a certain night and fills that gap, um, except unless that gap is three-point shooting. Uh, I just think, you know, you got to let other guys – I think he's, he's great to have because he'll let other guys play to their strength. Like, he doesn't have to be the playmaker if Deion Waiters is on a roll. He can just do other things. Um, you know, he doesn't have to be – uh, the finisher, if, you know, Tyler Johnson's, you know, running and feeling good and, um, you know, dunking on people. So uh, whatever it is, uh, I just feel like justice can kind of fill that, that void. But um, I'm not sure. I think we're going to see what his game really, really is as the year develops. And, um, you know, probably January, February, have a good idea of, okay, this is how, uh, you know, at least this year he's going to play because, I, again, I think he can he can improve different things uh, as the years go by. You mentioned Tyler Johnson dunking on people. You're a very in-shape guy. We learned Tyler Johnson's vertical this morning is 42 inches. Could you wow. give Tyler Johnson a run for his money? Oh, no, no. Vertical? Vertical leap? No. I mean, it was okay when I was, like, a kid. Uh, like, I could grab the rim when I was young, but that's about it. <laughs> ten foot? It's pretty good. Yeah, ten foot. You know he's climbing up the mesh. You know he's climbing up the strings and grabbing on it. Today, today that would be the case, but not uh, not when I was like 21, no. Is he more excited about the 74 points that we got down in the paint, but is that going to be an Achilles heel come when we start playing against some teams that like to drill it from outside? Yeah, because part of it, Orlando, though, like that's an anomaly because Orlando's interior defense was as bad as I've ever seen. It was bad, I mean, but they've got, NBA players there. I mean, they've got Serge Ibaka, who is a, uh, I know, a shot-blocking talent. They've got Vucevic, who's got size. They've got Aaron Gordon, who can jump and, and you know, presumably with that athleticism, block some shots. Like, I thought that that part, even though that team, again, wasn't a great interior uh, defensive team interior last night, but, I mean, it is Frank Vogel's team. It is a loaded, you know, Biombo wasn't there, but it is a, a loaded front court. So it was something that you could be encouraged and say, okay, like this, it, this team isn't going to wet the bed against big shot blockers or against intimidating bodies. Um, yeah, I think that's not a bad start. Well, you just made me feel like we're going to win the East. So thanks for that. <laughs> uh, Hassan Whiteside, he obviously had a great night last night, but can't hit free throws all of a sudden. It seems like he's reverted back to his old form, which we can't, figure out the only thing I can assume is that he's trying to hustle everyone so that the team start fouling him again <laughs> and then he'll go to the form that actually works is that plausible um it does like it does feel like he, he kind of changed a little bit of a routine for no reason because it was really good last year when he just kind of you know catch caught it and shot it um I, I, I just think he's got good enough form in that jump shot that and we've seen that he can fix it um, when it was really bad, that, no, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. Like, I think you can kind of just, once he gets into a rhythm, getting into the foul line regularly, once he focuses on it, uh, yeah, I think he can still be that 70, high 60% free throw shooter. Speaking of the hustle game, is that what we are going to be? I know it's an only a little body of work, but are we going to be the young, hungry, hustling type of team? I think that's how they're, I think that's the only way that they're going to be a good team this year. Yeah, and it's not even like the young part because Goron kind of plays that way where it just feels like he's always trying to get to the rim and and uh, and you know that feels like that hustle type of play you know that uh, gritty type of basketball that you just gotta uh, you know don't settle and and, and beat your opponent I, I just, yeah uh, you, you got to play to your strength somehow and I think you know guys like James Johnson for example I've always thought of him as uh, ever since I saw him in Toronto two years ago. 
I just thought he had a similar vibe in terms of toughness to Udonis Haswell. Like, I thought he and UD uh, were very similar people. And um, when you throw in – and he's a guy that, you know, he has that skill set. He has a skill set that I think teams in the past maybe don't let him show for very long stretches. And I don't know why necessarily because there were times in Toronto where I thought he was the toughest, most versatile, you know, kind of wing-slash-front-court defender that he had but they wouldn't play him much. And so I just think there's guys that you're going to see certain skills out of that you're going to be like, huh, that's pretty good. Deion Waiters is passing, for example. Um, his interior passing, you saw that with Hassan Whitesaw. Like, that's, that's kind of impressive. Like, he does have a lot of Dwayne Wade in his game. Um, maybe looks like Dwayne Wade after a few drinks, but it's still got some Dwayne Wade in his game. So, uh, yeah, I think it's just going to be fun. I don't know exactly how it's going to continue to – to, to develop, but it's going to be something where you're just going to be like, yeah, this is a fun team to watch. By the way, did you see the passing skills of Hassan? And I think Zazzle is going to start referring to them as Hassists. <laughs> That's something about that that sounds like you I think he got that. one in the category <laughs> yesterday. He got one. That's right. He had, he had, nice he had, a, he had a Hassist last night. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I don't know. It's cute, huh? I don't know what else to say other than that sounds pretty funny coming out of your mouth. Desla. I want to ask you a couple of things outside the heat. Anthony Davis last night had a crazy opening night. He had 15 points. He had 16 rebounds. I mean, I look at Anthony Davis. 15 I, or 50? 50. 50. 5-0. Oh. He, he had 50 points, 16 rebounds. Oh. Uh, it sounded like you said 15. I, I didn't. Uh, watch some NBA and you would see that he scored 50 <laughs> last night. You I know he did. That's you. why I <laughs> go ahead. I look at like him. He did say 15. I'm going to second that. He did say 15. Bunch of jerks around here. Bunch of jerks around here. I I look at Anthony Davis. He looks like an elite player to me since the day he got to the NBA. Yet the Pelicans, they lose last night at home to Denver. They're never any good. So how good is Anthony Davis, actually? <laughs> um, I, I mean, in terms of just skilled basketball player, man, he's fantastic. Like, he's jaw-droppingly good. Um, but... I think two things that we haven't figured out is, A, and this is the part that you can't really control. Can you stay on the floor? Um, whatever. That's a health thing. you got to see it happen. But the other part is, is what kind of players complement him around him? Um, you know, they've had some awkward fits like Tyreek Evans, Eric Gordon, uh, Drew Holiday's been fine, but um, I don't know what necessarily complements him. Is it a team of shooters? Is it a team of, uh, you know, defensive players? And so... Now, if he can have 50 and his team loses, what, to uh, Denver? Denver. Um, and, and granted, it was in Denver, so it wasn't. Exactly no, it was like in New Denver, Orleans. Denver, it was in it was New Orleans. Orleans? Yeah. Huh. I thought I saw the end of that game. It looked like it was on Denver's court. Anyway, um, well, then, um, yeah, I, I just don't know what makes, you know, what complements him well. Um, and we also don't know if Alvin Gentry uh, can really lead that team. So I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say. Anthony Davis is the problem when the guy can put up those types types of numbers. I'm sure it's the guys around him slash the people who are leading him, but it is kind of confusing. Like I don't know what what's the of it necessarily. The Pelicans wore red yesterday on their home floor. It's probably why you thought that they mm, were on the road. Yeah, I hate when sense. the NBA does that. I hate when yeah, they do that. Home team wears white. Five seconds left. All right, finally here, Dwayne Wade makes his debut in a Chicago uniform tonight. Give me Dwayne Wade's numbers this season. Well, that's assuming he ends up in Chicago with this roster. It's yes. going to be rough. Um, I, I mean, I still think the guy's going to average about at least, you know, 18, 19, and 6. Um, I don't know what the efficiency numbers are going to look like because it feels like 
if he kind of takes the lead on things, you're definitely going to crowd him. So um, I don't know. I'm just mad, man. I just realized last week that I'm not going to be here for his return game. I'm going to be in Los Angeles at some conference, and I'm angry at myself. What? Oh. Well, what kind of conference is more important? <laughs> uh, the conference that people want me to speak at, that's all I All right. So I hope oh, you're getting paid yeah. nicely for that. Yeah. <laughs> Izzy, we're getting complaints in on the text line. Is this true that you're rooting for Cleveland in the World Series? Oh, get the hell out you're of here. You're being called a traitor on the text line. Who are you hanging out with? Flow Rider? <laughs> Uh, I thought we were over the Cleveland thing. I thought Cleveland thing is just a basketball thing. No, no, it's it's a, it's a well, world thing. First of all, thing. LeBron just made but it a baseball won. thing. So what difference does it make? Like Cleveland wants something. Like we're, we're not. We're, we don't need to win. We don't need them to win two somethings. Well, what's the what's the out there? These people are so bitter and salty still after getting kicked to the curb years ago. Still, I mean, it, it, here's the thing: if you let go, yeah. Then them winning won't hurt so bad. All right, dude, root for whoever you want. Tell your boy Flo Rider, everyone uh, Everyone says to enjoy his new city. You too, by the way. Okay, Cleveland. Man. It's okay. It's not your fault, Jeff. All right, see you, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.